Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am Bird. There is no Jake. There is no Adam. It is just me for the continuation of our mock draft series. We will be drafting today from the fourth overall spot. Uh, of course, if you have missed the other three that we have done so far, definitely go and check those out. We will be continuing these until we go all the way to number 10. Uh, just some programming notes for, for everybody before we uh, we get this thing going. We will be starting up our uh, divisional previews. We will be doing those within the next couple of weeks. Of course, uh, make sure you subscribe, leave a five-star review for Adam's Bolt Predictions. That will be coming out on Monday. And of course, my bold predictions and Jake's bold predictions are already out from the past week, so definitely go and check those out. Again, we will be doing a full PPR draft. We will be drafting from the fourth overall spot, one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, a tight end, a flex, one defense, one kicker, and seven bench spots. So without further ado, we're just going to get right into the into the mock. Not going to spend too much time uh, dilly-dallying today because, of course, this is Father's Day weekend and, you know, wanted to send something a little light into the uh, into the inboxes this weekend. Uh, nothing too crazy, so that way you could, of course, go and celebrate Father's Day with your dads. And happy Father's Day to all of the dads that are listening. So, let's rock and roll. Let's start this mock draft. Of course, again, starting from the fourth overall spot. So the first three, Christian McCaffrey at the 101, Austin Eckler at the 102, Saquon Barkley at the 103. We are up here at the 104. So I did a, uh, I was on a featured piece for Fantasy Pros this week. That article is out. You can find that on fantasypros.com, uh, a bold predictions article that uh, a few of us across the industry uh, contributed to. And my bold prediction that I put in there, which was also one of my bold predictions that I had for uh, my bold predictions show on the podcast, was that Bijan Robinson was going to finish as the number one running back in across all formats. Bijan Robinson is, is sitting here. Bijan Robinson right now is my fifth player overall, my RB three. Um, so that's the way that I'm going to go. I'm going to we're going to start this draft out by taking Bijan Robinson at the one four, and then seeing what else we can do. Uh, with this team while of course attempting to be a little bit different so Tony Pollard was taken at the 1-5 Jonathan Taylor goes at the 1-6 Justin Jefferson Ramondre Stevenson Josh Jacobs and then Travis Kelsey closes out round one Jamar Chase leads off round two with Cooper Cup following him Derek Henry Tyreek Hill at 2-4 Nick Chubb and then Brees Hall at the 2-6 we are on the clock here some of the names that we're looking at, we're looking at Stefan Diggs, we're looking at C.D. Lamb, we're looking at Devontae Adams. Uh, if we're going off of, off of those, the highest ranked uh, receiver that I have there is Devontae Adams, even though I might change that. Um, I know I have to update my ranks at some point this weekend, if not next week. I have to just go through and I have to change a couple of things. I don't know if I'm going to keep Devontae Adams above Stefan Diggs. I don't really know if I'm going to do that. Uh, that's that. That's a wait and see right now. But based on the ranks right now, Devontae Adams would be would be the one that I would go with. Uh, a very a weird sort of start because I I thought maybe that Nick Chubb would be here. I thought maybe 
Derrick Henry would be here. I thought maybe Brees Hall uh, would be there. They're not. And if we're looking at the running backs right now, the best one maybe here, if I'm looking at the one in in my ranks, um, it's probably Travis Etienne. Yeah, Etienne would be the would be the one that's the uh, that's the best one on the board. And I don't I don't really love Etienne at this spot again. I think that's uh, that's definitely a shift that I'm going to make in my ranks is is moving Etienne down a little bit. Um, but we're gonna go with what the ranks are telling me, and that is Devontae Adams. So we're gonna go with Devontae, and and he's not someone that I've really gravitated toward in a few mocks and and at best in best balls so far it's a weird situation because I just feel like with Jimmy Garoppolo there I don't know if he's going to be a guy that we're talking about getting 180 targets this year I still think he'll be fine he'll still be a 100 plus catch guy but I, I really struggle to see whether or not Devontae Adams really has a double touchdown ups, upside that he maybe had in the, the previous few seasons with Derek Carr and then, of course, with, with Aaron Rodgers. I just don't know if he has that anymore uh, with now Jimmy Garoppolo very much in the fold there in, in Las Vegas. So at the 2-8, we have Stefan Diggs. The 2-9, CeeDee Lamb. The 2-10, Najee Harris to close out, of course, second round. And then leading off third, A.J. Brown, Mark Andrews, and Jameer Gibbs. We're on the clock here. In the third, and I think wide receiver is the way that I want to go. And if we're looking at the receivers that are on the board, I'm, I'm loving the receivers that are here. I'm on Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, and Jalen Waddle. I have Garrett Wilson uh, just one spot ahead of Amon Ross St. Brown. I know Jake and I, you know, we kind of talked that one out together. And while Fantasy Pros has St. Brown higher in, in the consensus, I'm one spot higher on, on Garrett Wilson. And I think that's going to be the guy that I'm going to go with. So I'll, I'll just take Garrett Wilson there for all of the all the Jets fans and, and you know, continue to disappoint the Giants fans who just seemingly hate me anyway. So after we took Garrett Wilson, Amon Ross St. Brown went next. Travis uh, Travis Etienne went 3-6. Then Jalen Waddle, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, and then Chris Olave to close out round three. Keenan Allen went at the 4-1. T. Higgins follows him. Chris Godwin at the 4-3, which I think is really high for for Chris Godwin. But on Fantasy Pros, they really are very receiver-heavy. So that's not that's not a huge surprise that Godwin is kind of pushed up a little bit. But Godwin going in the range of Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, uh, Devonta Smith, who you'll see in a minute where he went, that's a little bit too rich for me. TJ Hawkinson went at the 4-4. Then, of course, the aforementioned Devonta Smith at the 4-5. And then Cam Akers before we are on the clock here at the 4-7. So there's two guys that I'm looking at here. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, who, of course, if you have listened to any of the shows that we have done so far, um, I am the biggest J.K. Dobbins fan maybe imaginable. And then there's also Kenneth Walker that's here. And in in the fourth round, late fourth round, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's, is it unexciting? Maybe. Do you have to maybe get Zach Charbonnet to go with him? Yes, probably. But it's fine, and I think I think having him there as, as the RB2 with Bijan as the RB1 in this team, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. So I think that's the way that I'm going to go. And we're passing up potentially DK Metcalf, Patrick Mahomes, 
uh, Amari Cooper, but I'll go I'll go with the upside on on Kenneth Walker there at 37th overall when I have him right right now before I update anything. I have him at uh, 27th overall, so it's fine. It's 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 not it's uh, he he's just one of those guys that for me is just when he was good he was really good, and then when he wasn't he was really bad, and that to me is a little bit worrying that now you bring in Zach Charbonnet there with second round pedigree. I just don't know. If Kenneth Walker is a guy that we're going to be talking about that retains his value, but as a second-year guy, I find it hard that Seattle would just bounce off of him right away. He's going to have some sort of role. Just really the question is, what's the role of Zach Charbonnet going to be? That's that's right behind him, and is is Zach Charbonnet going to do enough to really eat into into Kenneth Walker? Because if if I mean if Zach Charbonnet doesn't do anything, and he's just someone that they brought in and he's going to acclimate him for a year, then Kenneth Walker at 37th overall is a steal, but if they do try and use Charbonnet early and often, and they try and do a pure committee with him and Kenneth Walker, then 37th overall might be a little bit too soon for Walker. Amari Cooper then went after we took Kenneth Walker, then Damian Pierce, and then DK Metcalf closes out the fourth round. Then in round five, Josh Allen at the 5-1. DeAndre Hopkins at the 5-2, and then Mike Williams at the 5-3. Mike Williams at the 5-3, I think, is way, way, way too rich for my blood. So far, our team is looking like Bijan Robinson, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson, and Kenneth Walker. We could go and do anything we want with, with this selection. Obviously, the three-receiver the three setup is something we want to look at. We want to close that up as quickly as we possibly can. But if we're looking at the receivers that are here... Uh, Devo Samuel, Drake London, DJ Moore. I'm not super crazy about any of them, so I think the best move would be just to continue to enforce the running back position and take a running back that I do like, and there are three running backs here that I'm a big fan of, and that's J.K. Dobbins, of course, Miles Sanders, and Rashad White. I also don't really mind James Conner here. Um, word out of Arizona is that they're going to look to emphasize really, you know, really running the ball as much as they possibly can, and of course, Arizona is going to stink, and how much can they really run the ball if they if they do stink? But at least what they're talking up right now is they want they want to run the ball as heavily as they possibly can. So that automatically means James Conner is at least somewhat appealing, um, if not for anything other than volume. But it's between J.K. Dobbins and and Miles Sanders. We've taken we've taken J.K. Dobbins in a, in a few mocks. We haven't taken Miles Sanders in one yet. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take Miles Sanders. Uh, at at the five four, I, th- I think I think that's okay. Um, and oh oh okay. Well, you'll see in a minute. You'll see in a minute why I'm uh, why I'm a little bit uh, I'm, I'm I'm feeling myself a little bit right now. Uh, Calvin Ridley went at the five five. Devo Samuel was up after that. Dalvin Cook, Deontay Johnson, Patrick Mahomes, and then Rashad White closes out round five. Jerry Judy. Leads off round six, and it was Drake London, Jalen Hurts, Alvin Kamara. Ooh, that's that's kind of nasty. At fifty fourth overall, no, I don't, I don't really love that. DJ Moore at the six five, fifty fifth overall. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. And then Darren Waller at the six six. We are up now, and the reason why you heard the little bit, the little bit of smittenness, is that J.K. Dobbins did not go, and. 
J.K. Dobbins in my overalls. I have him at 32nd overall right now. Uh, yeah. Yep. That is one that I am going to be all over. Thank you very much. We will take that value pick. That is absolutely outstanding. Love that. Welcome to the team, J.K. Dobbins. Christian Kirk then was after Dobbins. Joe Burrow after that. And then title Lockett to close out round six. Michael Pittman starts off round seven, then Terry McLaurin, and then George Kittle. We are on the clock here at 64th overall. Interesting spot here because we definitely need a receiver, but again, I'm not... I mean, Christian Watson is here. Mm, I think that's the way we're going to go because we need a receiver here. I mean, we have the team right now... Kenneth, uh, B. John Robinson, Kenneth Walker, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins. I could go with one of James Conner or DeAndre Swift and really have superior depth at the running back position. But Christian Watson being here at this spot, I kind of think is worth it in the seventh round. I, I really dig that. Oh man! Now the great thing, again, I, I gotta, I gotta plug Fantasy Pros. The great thing about the Fantasy Pros Draft Simulator is if you do something and you don't love it, you could always undo the pick and you could do what you wanted to do. It's not like you know your decisions are are completely final. I don't do that because, of course, that would just make the mock and the podcast very, very, very messy. Christian Watson is who I really, really want to take. And, and Christian Watson, we have him at 64th overall. If I look at where Watson is in my ranks, I have Christian Watson at 53rd overall. But another name is really screaming at me as well right now, and that's Kyle Pitts at 64th overall. Pitts I have at 56th overall in my ranks. We have Bijan Robinson, so that I think puts the kibosh on that. We will go ahead and we will take Christian Watson and really lock up the receivers here for this team. And oh boy, we have a decision to make uh, coming back. So then, after Christian Watson, it was Lamar Jackson, then Dallas Goddard, Mike Evans, Pat Fryermuth, Marquise Hollywood Brown. And then DeAndre Swift closes out round seven. Then into round eight, James Conner. That's really, really good at the start of round eight. That's at about 71st overall. Six, five, four, three, two. Yeah, 71st overall. Very good. Then Brandon Ayuk at 8-2. Then Cortland Sutton, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields. Then Jackson Smith and Jigba at the 8-6. We're on the clock here. And the guy that we were talking about before in Kyle Pitts. He's here in round eight, and I don't normally love to double dip into the same offense. It's not something that I'd really like to do. But, I mean, Kyle Pitts in round eight, that's just too good a value. And I I have to go ahead and take that, and it's a value pick, of course. Uh, yeah, Kyle Pitts in, in round eight, I think that's really, really, really good value, and uh, I'm I'm all over that. Alexander Madison at the 8-8. That is not going to happen in your legit drafts. Completely dis discard that. Alexander Madison in my ranks after I made another adjustment. He's now a top 30 overall player. Uh, 
disregard that entirely because Alexander Madison is going to fly up boards and the consensus hasn't caught up yet to uh, to Alexander Madison. Traylon Burks and then Juju Smith-Schuster close out round eight. Isaiah Pacheco, David Montgomery, and Javante Williams are your selections in round nine. We are on the clock here. And one of my other bold predictions was that Trevor Lawrence was going to throw 35 touchdowns and have 5,000 yards passing. Trevor Lawrence is sitting right here. And I am going to go ahead and I'm going to go take that plunge on Trevor Lawrence at 84th overall. Just one of the things that we'll have to remember to do is definitely take another quarterback at some point. Quinton Johnston then went at the 9-5. Jahan Dotson went after that. Khalil Herbert, Rashad Bateman, George Pickens, and then A.J. Dillon close out round 9. Jarek McKinnon, Jordan Addison, Darnell Mooney, Antonio Gibson, Kadarius Toney, and then Brandon Cooks are your picks in round 10. We are on the clock here, and now it's just about trying to build out our bench and trying to get our handcuffs where we possibly can. Make sure we're completely protected. And one of those picks that we're going to do right now is making sure we have one of these handcuffs completely locked up. And that is Tyler Algier. Even though it might be a little bit of a reach, it's important to make sure that we have that handcuff completely locked and loaded and consider that done. Then Jacoby Myers, Brian Robinson, and then Zay Flowers close out round 10. Jameson Williams, Gabe Davis, Evan Ingram are your picks so far in round 11. Michael Thomas is here. I don't really want to do that. That is absolutely horrifying and hideous. Uh, No thank you. Elijah, gimme, gimme more, gimme, gimme something is also here. And if I look at the... We do need a receiver. Hmm. Oh, man. You know what? I mean, as a wide receiver four, it's not that terrible. But it's like... It's a mock. Whatever. We'll take Michael Thomas. It's fine. As a, as a wide receiver for... I mean, it is it is what it is, even though I really don't... I really didn't want to do that. Uh, James Cook. Then when after we took Michael Thomas. Jamal Williams. Damian Harris. Rashad Penny. Elijah. Gimme, gimme something. And then Odell Beckham Jr. Close out round 11. Deshaun Watson in round 12 is great. To lead off round 12 is absolutely excellent. Rondell Moore. Romeo Dobbs. Dak Prescott. David Njoku, and then Sky Moore in round 12. We're going to go for... Yeah, no, we can't. I was going to say we're going to go for a stack and maybe take Zay Jones, but I don't really want to do that because Zach Charbonnet is here, and I want to really lock up the two handcuffs that we have. So let's go ahead and let's take Zach Charbonnet. Even though it, it, it might be considered a little bit of a reach, it's a necessary sort of pick that we had to do just to make sure that we have Bijan and Kenneth Walker, their handcuffs completely locked up. And now we feel very, very comfortable about our running back situation. Now we can just go a couple receivers and then another quarterback to close out this draft. And of course, a defense and a kicker. So then Samaj P. Ryan, Devin A. Chain, and then Zay Jones close, closes out round 12. DJ Chark, Alan Lazard, and then Nico Collins start off round 13. We are on the clock here, and we are going to go ahead, and we are going to try and take a receiver here. But there really, there really isn't one that's, like, super appealing. 
Um, you know what? We're going to go ahead and we're going to take Tua Tagovailoa, QB Alabama, with this pick here. And that is a steal. Thank you very much to Fantasy Pros. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Gerald Everett, Tyler Boyd, Elijah Mitchell, Dalton Schultz, Adam Thielen, Geno Smith close out round 13. And then round 14, Devin Singletary, Chico Conquo, Aaron Rodgers, DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Daniel Jones, and then Anthony Richardson. And we are on the clock here. Again, it's just all about trying to find any sort of receiver with uh, even a little bit of upside. And the one that I'm looking at here that I kind of am digging is Wandell Robinson of the New of the New York Giants, just trying to take a shot on on a younger receiver, second year guy. Hopefully that he can he can come back from the injury that ended, ended his season last year, and he can come back to being productive. And there is a need for someone in this Giants receiving room to come in and make plays. Maybe that guy could be Wandell Robinson. You never know. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to take we'll take that shot with. Wandell Robinson. Again, this is one of the things that I always emphasize at this point of a draft as well. This is the point of any draft where you're just looking at taking high upside guys. Find your lottery tickets. Go get them. That's what this this whole area is. And I know some people maybe want to think, oh, this is where you take safety. You can, but it's it, it's boring and you want to find someone that's going to outperform 14-7 ADP. Wandell Robinson has a chance to do that, and if he doesn't, then oh well, it's a it's a 14th round pick. It, it's not really gonna you know make or break you at the at the end of the day. But if Wandell Robinson can be can return a ninth round ADP, guess what? You get a nice return on that, and it makes taking him in round 14 well worth it. So it's always very very important to identify your your late round guys. And then go and take your shots where, where where you definitely see fit. Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray, Dalton Kincaid close out round 14. Ezekiel Elliott, Deonta Foreman, and then Russell Wilson start off round 15. The receivers here just really, really, really suck. Um, it's going to hurt my grade for sure. Uh, we'll, take, we'll take Michael Gallup. Again, I wanted to take someone with upside, but there really wasn't anybody there that jumped off the page and that was super exciting. So I'll take Michael Gallup, who's in a good offense with the Cowboys. It's fine. It's fine. And then maybe if someone pops that's a receiver on the waiver wire, then we just go and get him. Uh, Jalen Warren, Jeff Wilson, Cole Komet, Kareem Hunt, Raheem Mostert, and then Curtis Samuel close out round 15. And then now the run on defenses. Niners, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys, Patriots, Dolphins. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll take the New York Jets for uh, my two partners, Jake and Adam, who I'm sure will absolutely love that selection. And the Broncos, Justin Tucker, Baltimore defense close out round 16. Tyler Bass, Kansas City Chiefs, Daniel Carlson. Uh, we'll, take, uh, we'll take Harrison Butker to close it out. Harrison Butker, Ryan Suckup, Evan McPherson, Youngway Koo, Nick Falk, Jason Sanders, and then Jason Myers. So we got to be in this mock and the final team. Trevor Lawrence, B. John Robinson, Kenneth Walker, Devontae Adams, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Kyle Pitts, Miles Sanders, 
Jets D, Harrison Butker, J.K. Dobbins, Tyler Algier, Michael Thomas, Zach Charbonnet, Tua Tagovailoa, Wondell Robinson, and then Michael Gallup. I actually like this team a whole lot. Um, maybe the receiving core is a little light. I don't really, you know, Devontae Adams, I have to see where I'm going to move him in, in, in the ranks. Uh, Kenneth Walker, it's a lot of risk, I think, with this team. It's not necessarily a me team. I do like it a significant amount, but I just, I'm looking at a lot of these guys outside of maybe Bijan, and I'm saying to myself, the floor really isn't that safe with a lot of them. It's not my best effort, but do I like the team? And, and if I drafted this team, do I feel like that I could potentially do something with this team? Yeah, I, ab- I absolutely do feel that way. But is it, again, is it a me team? Well, <laughs> according to Fantasy Pros, it is a B team because I would have given my I would have given myself an A. <laughs> so apparently, this this is a B team. <laughs> oh God, this is this is too much. This is this is too much. But I like I like it. I mean, I say that I like it. So uh, I could definitely have some fun have some fun with this team for sure. And will I? draft this team come draft season i don't know we have to find out we're doing we're gonna be doing a ton of uh live draft shows so that's of course going to be super duper fun so make sure you uh subscribe to the podcast and you'll uh you will be alerted whenever we uh we are doing anything remotely fun for fantasy and any other sort of activities so that's gonna be it for this edition of the basement talk podcast fantasy show again i really wanted this to be a quick one um i know that uh, there were some scheduling conflicts this week, and I wanted to make sure that we had a mock that was going to be coming out for the weekend, and you know something that goes in between my bold predictions and Anna's bold predictions, and this is perfect. Uh, nice, you know, half-hour podcast, just going through doing a quick mock draft and getting this out there to you guys, and you can listen to it, you can enjoy it, and then you can go spend the weekend with uh, with with your dads. And by the way, for what it's worth, for anybody who listened. To, uh, to to Jake's uh, bold prediction show, after day one of the of the U.S. Open, Xander Shoffley, anybody who put Xander Shoffley down as as a potential winner, sixty two lowest rant, lowest score in a major ever. You're welcome. You only get that advice here on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You are very 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 welcome. I'm a man of the people, and of course, a big time cursor. So, I am Bird. Thank you so much for listening to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. We will be back with you on Monday, of course, for Adam's Bold Predictions. And then we will probably have something coming out later in the week. I'm not exactly sure what because, of course, next week is my birthday. And I don't really want to be recording anything on Wednesday. So, there is the possibility that we record something later in the week, later in the week, next week, uh, to go with Addis Bowl predictions. I would say more than likely that we will, but that would be later in the week. So uh, until then, we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.